That's a lot of things down there you should. Oh, man. You ready? Because you haven't had my back at all tonight. Yo, what kind of partner are you? Yo. You're supposed to be like my brother. Yo, I'm putting calls. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yo, welcome to ENA Podcast. This is Willie Smith. This is Vi. <laughs> <laughs> yo, we got two special guests from Bill Dimitri. I'm a man, Selman, T, and Randy. Yes. Welcome, fellas. All right, so we wanted to talk about relationships and social media. And given, I wanted to have everybody's opinion so we could talk about it in our own way. How do you guys feel about social media and relationships? Basically, I feel like social media plays a big part in all our, in, in everyday life in general. Everybody wants to walk around and be a superstar, basically, at the end of the day. Okay. Social media fucks everything up. Because, yo, how, how, like, literally, how many relationships before social media came People was getting caught cheating. You know, people, people getting caught up there. Social media has, has caught a lot of dudes and females out there, man. I don't know if I'm pro or if I'm against it. Either way, social media fucked a lot of people over, man. From messaging to Facebook to FaceTime. Everybody know you get fucked up with the FaceTime, man. Somebody call you, you delete it off your phone, but you got the iPad. <laughs> Hold on, first of all, you don't even have an iPhone, so yeah, how do you even know this shit? I research shit. You research. Plus, no, got, that's how you found your girl cheating. Now somebody got caught with me on. <laughs> all right, so Randy, how do you feel about it? Uh, I don't. I don't have an objection to social media. But what do you think about it when it comes to relationships? Like, do you post? Like, how did you feel about when you get in the, into a relationship and you have social media? Did you post the person that you were dealing with? Um, I think I would say, yeah, because of the fact of how long I've been with the person I've been with. So, so longevity matters before you post. Oh, I think I think that should. I think you should. How long? Is, what is longevity as far as? I don't know, because. I can't even speak for other people. I don't know, because nowadays things move kind of quick. So, because you know, we all we all see it, but it's not even just relationships. I, even the friendships, I see okay. that too. I see like the bro. You know, everybody got a bro every week. Like, there's a new bro. Like, this is my boy. Yeah, yeah. Nah, and all of a sudden, it's my day one. Just to be in a photo or something. Like, yeah. this is my bro. Like, I'm like, damn well, you don't need the last name. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so I don't. I just think it, in terms of longevity, before posting someone on your social media is important, but it doesn't seem to matter. So is it longevity or is it the, the foundation of the relationship? I think longevity and foundation yeah. are important. Okay, and T. Uh, well, I think when it comes to relationships, the best quote I ever heard was, um, "Social media doesn't ruin relationships; it just exposes weak ones." Um, because there's always going to be something to ruin relationships, quote unquote. So whether that's your cell phone. Uh, before it was the cell phone, before it was something else, um, there's always going to be something that's going to ruin the relationship except for the two people that's, that's involved. And plus, why would you want, like, basically, when, when you put, like, back in the day, when you when you hear people talk, they had friends, they used to tell them shit, like, yo, don't go out with her, yo, she's a hoe, yo, she wanted your money, she wanted this, with that. Now you're on social media, now everybody get on this shit, yo, yo, I saw the other day with a nigga, down the block, yo, look. Snapchat, boom, I'm gonna see the shit. Everybody can get in on it now, yo. Well, I feel like the way social media is, is if you post something, it almost gives somebody the, the opportunity to feel like because you post it, 
you're you're letting me know that I can voice my opinion about it. Yeah. You, I, I, do you agree? Yeah, I don't have a problem with you. If if I post something and you want to voice your opinion, that's your right. Mm-hmm. I have the right to respond. I have the right to block you. I have the right to erase your comment. Yep. But everybody has the right to do that on that platform. But that's as far as it goes. It's still just your opinion and your right to post it. And I have my opinion and my right to respond, however. That's it. But people sometimes act like that's not the case. Well, here's the, here's the real question. When you're in a relationship and the person you're with makes excuses or doesn't want to post you, and now that becomes an argument, what is your opinion about that? Like people come up with, oh, you know, I don't want to spread my business or everybody doesn't need to know or I have a stalker and if I post a picture with a girl, they're going to look for them and stalk them and, and they might try to send them false information to fuck up my relationship. It was that deep? Let's just say every single reason I gave y'all somebody has given to me, not me per se, but I've heard it. Okay. So, you know, that's, so that's my question. Like when it comes to social media, you posting and the person doesn't want to post you. How do you feel about that? Well, me, me personally? Everybody, I want everybody's opinion. Oh, no, fuck. So you're good. You don't need to be on somebody. I don't need to be on nobody. So if if you want to post me on social media, fine. Like, like me personally, like, like when I was in a relationship, you know, WCW, I, I I put my girl picture up. Okay. You know, I'll do some shit like that, you know. Now, and vice versa, you know, she didn't do that shit to me, you know, but. On MCM? Yeah, but <laughs> in the same token, she want to hit me up tomorrow, yo, you, you posting pictures of your friends up there, you know, you got, you got, you got, you got, your, you got all these girls around you posting pictures and all this other shit, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not doing nothing with them, number one. Number two, yo, where's my picture at? You think about my pictures? Where's my picture at, yo? Wait, hold on. Why are you laughing over there? What happened? I'm just saying, yo. You remember a fight? What's going on? Oh, nah, nah, nah. But that just sounds really deep-rooted the way he was... Touched the vein. So like no, man, it, it, it took crazy, you to a, man. took you to a place right there, Smitty. I was, <laughs> <laughs> you heard him go, yeah. And then she was like, yeah, but I want my picture at. So. Exactly, yo. That's my thing. But at the end of the day, I don't, I don't care about, I don't care about the couple and what's my boots. Because a couple weeks later, they might fucking break up. You never know. So I, I do agree with Randy when. You do need a foundation before you want to couple up and take pictures of people and all shit. You don't okay. know what the fuck you couple up with. So what about you, Tita? How do you feel in your um in your opinion on it? Especially um, since you're a life coach, I'm sure this is something you talk about all the time. Well, and I think when it comes to social media, I think you should. I think I agree. I think you should have a firm foundation. Well, I think you have to be very careful for people who demand that you post them because uh, that can come from a deep-rooted insecurity. That's a red flag. You know what I'm saying? So, so I mean, I mean to be all honest, of that? <laughs> yeah, you went somewhere with that. <laughs> but um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think social media is a very powerful tool. But at the same time, I feel like you should know the person and what their views on are about social media, so that whether they post you or whether they don't post you, then you'll know whether to be offended or not offended. Very true. You know, because when you don't know those things, then you're left to assume. I think that's the thing. So if I meet somebody and they're like, "Oh, well, I just don't generally post," and like they have like. 50 posts up and they don't really mm-hmm. even post themselves so they're naturally just a private person 
So, so you now, look at so that pattern. Saying, right. So then now, do I expect for them to change their pattern and go over? So now you're supposed to post me because I need to feel secure. So that's why that's what I mean. Like you really need to know the person, know who they are. Yep. You know, see if they're a private person. See if they're not a private person. Now, if they have three thousand pictures up of everybody else but you, that could be a red flag. I mean, it's so it's just it's just you need to know the person before so you, you touched, can place demands on them. Is what so I'm you saying. touched something about security, mm -hmm. and when it comes to a relationship, I feel like when there's a trust issue. Social media, like you said, it exposes your weakness. Yeah, it exposes weakness. Yeah. So when it comes to trust issues, how what do you do in a relationship to ensure the security of trust? Like everybody, I'm sure has their own way, but how do you do it, especially in this time and age? Because you know you could be living somewhere, and the ratio of men to women is like ten to one. Oh, okay. So now, I mean, I'm just saying, like, what do you do? Hi, Atlanta. Anyway, so guys, what do you guys think about that? I swear to God, I forgot the question you asked. Alright, so security. How do you ensure that the person you're with feels secure? Because like Terrence said, when it comes to social media or anything, all it does is really expose your um your weaknesses, your insecurities. Because before social media we was checking people's phones. Before before social media, we was doing drive-bys. I'm sure we still there's do that, something. but there's I'll always something. Yeah, nah. the, the DMs. Shit, and got, got apps now. We got hack a person's phone. Oh yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. But I think I think insecurities are good. Really? It, Why keep, is that? it keeps you on your toes, man. You never want to feel like you got it. Cause I feel like once you feel like you got it, she's. She's gone. Like, I like the fact of feeling like sometimes somebody might be trying to take my bitch. Okay. I like that. I need that. If someone's not even paying your woman attention. Yeah. Well, she'll feel some type of way out. You get what I'm saying? Like, if no one cares. Yeah. No one? Like you telling me, bitch, ain't nobody hollering at you. <laughs> I'm the only asshole I thought you was cute. Like I feel that's a problem. I want to know. Like I don't. I don't want to know every dude that tries to get to my woman. But I feel like there's a level because every day a beautiful woman walks past a million dudes, my nigga. Yeah. Like I feel like there's a guy that'll catch her attention, that'll say hello, and she'll be like, oh hi. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Out of fifty, out of whatever number you want to play with. But I feel there's a guy that'll finally catch her and she'll stop and go, hi. Your job as a man is to make sure she never gets past high. Everything you do when you're with her is to keep her from getting past high. When she stops and says hi back, you need to make sure in her mind she has enough memories of you doing good shit to where she can go, and the guy hi. Let me go. That's how I feel. Just being polite. That's just how I feel. That's just me. That's just me. That's all I'm saying. But I just need to know that. Fuck that, man. You need to write a book. My, my, my <laughs> chick is going to, like, you got to at least get a couple niggas to stop you. Like, I mean, yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Okay. That's all I'm saying. Because if you, if your chick don't, then I don't, I don't know. I'm just not. Okay. And, and what about, and what do you think about that? Um, well, I kind of feel like 
It happens every day. I think I don't need to know that guys stop her or whatever the case is. I kind of know that, especially here in, in New York City, there's a high probability that somebody, it could be 10 dudes one day, it could be two dudes another day, but there's going to be somebody who's going to stop my girl. Okay. Right? No, no, no. Say hello. Not stop her. I'm talking about the one that she responds to. Because we know you get an attractive woman gets. Hey yo. Yeah, yeah, like all the the inappropriates and all the. But the one, the one or two dudes who actually know the right thing to catch a woman's attention. You know what I'm saying? Not just yeah. the ignorant dude. Like you, you catch her off guard, and all of a sudden she's like, "Holy shit!" Like you're a human. Like you know what I mean? She, so then she's responding, and all of a sudden she has to catch herself. Like, oh, I'm talking to a human who seems to be coming at me in a way. I can't do this. Okay. So that's your job is to keep her to get to, for once she gets to that point of I'm interacting with a human that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I can't do this no further because I already have another human that makes sense in a sense. You get what I mean? Like yeah. not just the typical yo ma yo 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 shorty with the skill. Yeah, not those, not those. I'm talking about that that moment because I'm sure you're a woman. You can speak to that. Alright, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna we gonna leave that alone. <laughs> no, but I hear what you're saying, but they're not feeling them they're not feeling the dreads. What's happening? <laughs> no, it's not even that, it's just, you know. I don't <laughs> Yo, fuck you. Let's get back to the security issue. Okay. okay? You ain't secure with the dress. <laughs> no, I'm secure with it. But you know what? When people holler at me, it's like most of them are saying the same shit, so I don't pay no mind. There's no, you know, so I know automatically you just trying to fuck. So I don't, it's like, okay, hello, how you, how are you? Have a good day. But there have been one or two that actually seemed as if they were trying to pursue me in a way like, nah, like what's up? Like you seem interesting. I'm trying to get to know you. Okay. So yeah, I see what you mean. But out of the two, out of the 15, there is only like one or two that's like. So I see what you mean about the one or two that actually gets her to stop and say hello back. Yeah. I get you. Now, how do you make sure that, how do you secure the person knowing this? Like, you already said how you feel. Like, you just do things for your woman so that she knows me stepping out makes no sense because I have a man who's doing X, Y, and Z. Why would I chance that? Yeah. For someone that I don't know that could possibly fuck that up. Almost like the 80-20 rule, right? Pretty much. All right. How do you handle that? Um, well, I think, I mean, like when it comes to security, it's very interesting. But I think, yeah, you can do all the things that you need to do in the world. Like for that person. Mm -hmm. But that person has to have dealt with a lot of their past demons beforehand as well. Because a lot of times you could work your tail off. You know what I'm saying? Just doing everything, breaking your back for the person, and it can still never be enough because they haven't dealt with what happened to them in the past. It, you know what I'm saying? So it's just really, yes, do what you can do, you know what I'm saying? On, you know, as far as a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it is, do what you can do, but they have to do the work as well. I think that's a big part of it too, because you can do everything right in the world, but if they haven't addressed their own personal demons or insecurities of in the past, then whatever you're doing is going to be null and void. Damn. It's not going to make a difference. There it is. That's for the broken people. Word, man. But you want to make sure the oats are sold, man. You want to make sure you out there getting some Now, this nigga talking you. about some royal oats and shit. I'm just saying, man. I ain't say cornflakes. But anyway, listen. 
I'm gonna say it's this, but you gotta, you gotta let all that shit out your system. You talking about you lust? Know. We're talking about like when you're in a relationship type of thing, not just being lustful. Well, I'm talking about prior you get in a relationship, you're gonna make sure that you did everything that you wanted to do. Because as a man, if we walk down the street and a chick hollers us, that that's bad. I don't know about y'all, man. But me? I'm, oh shit, that's. I mean, how man, much? Man. How much pussy can? Can you really have to feel like, all right, I'm good? Like, remember, I'm I'm a woman. I'm asking you guys as a man, like, how much pussy is it that you need to have to say, all right, I'm good? Okay, let me let me just before anyone really gives you a, 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 even a form of an answer. <laughs> okay. Don't men get married? Mm-hmm. You know what marriage is? What is marriage? Unlimited. Unlimited sex. Pretty much. Okay. So if a nigga's willing to get married, you really gonna ask him how much is enough? <laughs> no, I mean how much scatter? How I'm much? Just, just if he's willing to sign up for unlimited of one, <laughs> you really gonna ask him how much is enough? Okay. I'm okay. just, I'm just curious. I don't know. I'm just. It might be crazy. It's just a thought because I, I get what you're saying, but because I'm only going based on what he said, talking about some royal oaths. So it's like before you get into a relationship. So now I'm thinking of marriage in a real relationship. It's like. Damn, is it really still going on where men don't want to be in a relationship because they want to feel like? Well, it's not just men, though. No. You keep saying it like that's it's, true. It's Women are human. like that's, that's like, right. Like you're, you're right. You're right. I feel, I feel like people is rushing into relationships so for security purposes and so that they won't be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like people is rushing too fast in relationships instead of getting to know each other. They just want to be the persons on social media taking pictures. Oh, I got, I got me a man. I mean, right here, yo. And we at the beach. And we at the beach. Like people want that to show, to show off to their friends and family and shit like that, instead of getting to know the person, you know, beforehand. That's a big fact. That's true. People will date the same person over and over again, just with a different show. Oof. Oof. Damn, man. Dropping knowledge on the show. See, Ian Nick podcast. Goddamn it, yo. Dropping knowledge. <laughs> I'll take my glasses off. Man. Explore that. Let's explore that one. Well, I think, well, just kind of to, to piggyback off of what Shmini said, you know. Back off me. Like, people <laughs> definitely kind of have patterns. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when they don't address kind of the things that they've gone through before, their, their need to be attached to someone, their need for, I guess, instant gratification, their need to please you know, societal pressures, whether that be from family, friends, of having someone, whether that be to beat a clock or, or for time, or I'm getting too old, or the holidays are coming up, they'll sacrifice their own integrity a lot of times to just say that they can be with somebody. And a lot of times that's where they fall short. And it's like they never took the time out to be by themselves to figure out what they really want in life. It's just dating this person, that person, that person with the same kind of characteristics. Um, it's crazy. It's an unpopular opinion to say, but um, I feel like that trait kind of is the reason for a lot of single parent households. Like people falsely create families. Okay. Like you, you are romantic with someone for maybe a couple months, and all of a sudden you're like, we should have a baby. Okay. And then instead of building a better foundation, and then. Nine months later, y'all don't even speak. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And yeah. then there's a child involved, but the parents never even knew each other. Like, they just, you know, kicked it on weekends. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, 
a situationship kind of thing but or even, a false relationship but even that like our generation i don't even say i can't i don't even know if we credit it to our generation but these terms that we tend to create to make certain things okay mm-hmm. like friends with benefits friends with benefits and so on situationships Situationships. like to me i'm like you're not in a situationship you just dumb like stop <laughs> creating certain things to make what you're doing the dumb thing you're doing sound cool you know what i'm or saying like it's okay because yeah. you're giving it a title instead of what that's it is just, just some dumb shit that's just me like i don't I, okay i don't know about y'all but the the concept of we don't need no title I think is the dumbest thing I've ever heard so, from a man or woman's side. I don't give a fuck. Anybody ever goes, I don't need no title. I'm like, you're a goddamn fool. And that's fine by me. Like, but I feel like everybody has the right to live how they live. But don't go around spreading bullshit. And then that's and I feel like that's another part of social media. Mm-hmm. People that spread bullshit find more people to follow their bullshit. And then bullshit ends up becoming re- reality. Or normal. Yeah. Yeah. That is the biggest problem. But that's just me. Like me personally, I feel like, um, like, uh, like uh, your emotions is basically just it's, it's not the same as liquor or drugs, but you get a high off of it. Whether you're angry, mad, happy, sad, or whatever, and people make vast decisions when they have that emotion in them. So, like, like you said, when you're happy, when you're joyful, when you're lustful, let's have you know, a baby. Like, oh, let's have a baby. Oh my, you see that house over there? Let's, let's put some money down on that house. Let's, oh, you see, you see a crib? Let's put a young baby at. You know. You, you get you know you get happy even when you're angry you know when you angry you you'll do something crazy and then once you come down off that high you're like oh my god you have to deal with you have to deal with the situation I gotta wake that home mm-hmm. what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, oh, oh shit <laughs> but but you understand what I'm saying you know, when when you come off that high angry mad depressed and, cause you cause you tend to do certain things or say certain things why you're in that space. But when you come down off it, reality hits you, you're like, oh shit, that is say I'm gonna give him a hundred dollars? I bank accounts are negative. Like, yo, <laughs> you don't wanna put yourself in a hole. So I always say this to anybody that I give advice to, always think with a clear head and don't say nothing you can't take back. So always think on And I think change is hard for, for a lot of people, right? So a lot of times it's you date kind of towards your pattern. You know, so mm-hmm. it's it's like, oh, well, I don't know like this part. So he's showing me something different. I don't trust it. But you know what you're getting from this dude because you got it from every other dude, right? So you know that part of it. So it's, oh, I'm used to it. But taking the chance on something you don't know, um, it seems to always be the challenge. You know what I'm saying? Because it's going to force you to be uncomfortable. It's going to force you maybe to even look at yourself and say, oh, I'm not perfect. Or I need to change because in order to get this, I, I need to step up to this. Okay. Yeah. So that's almost like the saying, you have to do something you never did to get what you never had kind yeah. of thing? Uh, yeah, 200% sometimes, especially when you want a good relationship. I kind of feel like you have to step up. If your relationship don't help you to, to step up, then I think you're in the wrong relationship. And I mean, like, yes, you wow. have to have your own accountability to, to your own goals and standards. But at, at some point, like, if your relationship plays to your little standards, then a lot of times you're in the wrong relationship. Okay. So now what, what should people be looking for when it comes to being in a relationship or trying to find someone when you're single and thinking about being in a relationship? Um, man, 
I mean, everybody's different, you know what I'm saying? But I think certain things should be discussed, I think, to see who, who aligns with kind of what or who you are. Okay. Right? So I, I know there's like big topics on social media that kind of could be a deal breaker for many different people. So some people, like from women, right? It's like, oh, I want the provider to pay for all the bills, right? Okay. And then there's a group of women that's like, you know what? I can pay, I can finance myself as long as you bring something to the table, right? Mm -hmm. And then they bash whoever doesn't agree with either or, right? But it's like, doesn't mean that one or the other is wrong. It's like you have to find somebody that aligns with what you're looking for and what you will accept and what you won't accept. Right? So I, I think that's kind of the same philosophy with relationships. And I think it's just finding somebody that will challenge you to be a better person. Um, but also that aligns with your non-negotiables as well once you figure those out. Like what your non-negotiables are and what their non-negotiables are. Because people sometimes try to squeeze into a fit, try to squeeze into a tight parking spot, right? And it's like, mm -hmm. dude, don't fit. But you're trying to fit, but you don't, you two don't fit. You need to realize that, right? The wrong puzzle piece. What yeah. do you think? Like, nah, I said the same thing a while ago at a, a different um, uh, venue. Uh, my thing is um, relationships are like shoes. If you don't have the right size shoe, your walk is uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? Like and your energy. walk, your walk in life is uncomfortable. So mm -hmm. you have to find the right fit. Because like he said, everyone has their non-negotiable things. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And those are the things you have to express when I guess you guys are going through your talking, dating phase. Like you gotta say certain things. As outrageous as they may be sometimes, you guys gotta say them. And just see the reaction you get. Because if that's truly what you mean and on your heart. Get it out early. That's how I like to play. Like now, it's it's not like that for me anymore. Cause now, but my wife saw me at my, like my purest. Like, and she was like also the woman who, I relayed a lot of my tales to. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Like she was literally like a friend, that I thought was, I in a cause you know what that kind of makes sense and backs up your point in the sense where I thought my wife was always too good for me in a sense. Like she had a path that would would take her away from me. Mm. So I was able to talk to her freely in a sense. Like you'll never, you know, you'll never fuck with this. Like this is what I do out here. Like, so by the time me and her met up, like where we did, she knew who I was. I knew who she was. Mm -hmm. We spoke and had communication that was great which led to a relationship because it was never meant to be a relationship it was just a really really great friendship with great communication which led to us being around each other a lot more which then led to a relationship so i always tell people it's not always like a lot of people like to go on dates and all this things sometimes the person that you're supposed to be with been around you the whole time but you just refuse because you believe in these rules that people create. Oh, don't mess with that person. You're going to ruin your friendship. Maybe it was never supposed to be a friendship. Maybe it was supposed to be more. Because most guys hang around women because they want more. They're just there until the woman notices them. Especially if you're a woman who oh, actually... Yeah? What? <laughs> a, a dude that wants, that's just your friend? Uh -huh. To me personally, I could be wrong because I always... Ladies, listen up. A, a, lot of, a lot of people tell me I'm wrong. But most dudes... <laughs> that I know of, if he's your friend, mm -hmm. he's not married, doesn't have a serious, serious girlfriend or nothing, 
but he's your friend. He's willing to wait. It's the long game. Like eventually, either either that or he really ain't into you, like at all. I had a different experience with that. Like with that though, I kind of felt. Which man? I have like an extensive uh, connection with women, right? With mm-hmm. friends that I've had for years. Um, quite a few. And a lot of my boys are like, yo, this is what attracted to this. But a lot of times, like, man, I know too much, first of all. Like, I, I, like, like I've been, like, I don't want them. They already desensitized you from you <laughs> looking at them like that. But I mean, but it's been like that. Like, <laughs> I know what it is. I get it. Like, like, yeah. Like, there's a point where a woman will say something to you and you're just looking at her like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but, like, but also. You the homie. When I was right. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me that story. You the homie. I got it. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, but a part of that's true. But then also, like, when I was younger, like, I wanted to be surrounded by a lot of strong black women, though. That was my thing, you know, okay. because I was, I thought that was always very, very important. But also, it was like, you know what? You guys have a, a great access, great access to friends. Mm, okay, as far as networking. So, like, for me, it wasn't really about one. It was about, okay, like, like you the homie, and your network is incredible. So I would have access to a lot of your other friends. Okay. You know well, you saying? was looking at it as a business transaction. See, I, it was funny. It's not business, but, but I, I thought what you saying, same though. Time, though. It, like, it benefits everybody. It benefits everybody. Even, yeah, like, even, like, your friends, and, because you, cause we're friends, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, hey. Yo, I know this great guy. Like he's super dope, blah blah blah. Okay. And that spreads like wildfire. So like, well, I'm looking at you now. I'm not even looking at you. I'm looking at your network of friends because you know, like five or six or seven or eight or not in different packs that don't run with each other too. Okay. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's it's just. But for me, like, I thought it was very important to just have a solid group of solid, um, mature, you know, women around me. What about you, Smitty? Hello, comment on the matter right now. Now he says some things that I totally agree with. Um, I, I more so grew up thinking like I was forced to be around tons of women. Like, and I, it was never a thing of, yay. What like, did you do? Cuff you to some and said, I'm, I'm my mother's only son, like only child, period. And my mother hung around a bunch of women who had kids and in school like the dudes when i was real young dudes wouldn't really mess with me i don't remember why but the (laughs) girls the girls used to like to beat on me and i used to just i remember like always doing this like taking ass whippings and like touching women like (laughs) i know you can't do that nowadays so kids don't do that now but I remember being a young pervert, like, like, it was like, Saves me rapes. Yeah, like, <laughs> but it was funny to me because to me, then I wanted to, like, after the girls would do that to me, like, even the ones you would touch, you realize they didn't run. They didn't, like, they wanted it. Like, it turned into, like, a weird little thing. And then the girls started talking to me, and then you ended up being cool with all the girls. And that's why I learned. Yeah, hanging with chicks is fun because, like you said, one chick brings two chicks. Two chicks brings three. Like, and then I learned if you hang chicks out with the tricks. Yeah, tricks happen too. But uh, if you hang out with the, become friends with the least, um, unfortunate to say, the least attractive one, she's actually like, 
the magnet for the most attractive one. The landmine, like, because normally she's usually the sweetest person there because she doesn't give a fuck about most of the other shit everybody else. So mm-hmm. she's probably the best person to hang out with, to be honest <laughs> with you. But like you said, the other people start realizing, like, why is he not hanging out with us? And you're like, no, nah, I'm having fun with Shorty. And then they be like, oh, you fucking want? You're like, no, I'm not. That's my homie. And then they're like, oh. And then you become even like. More. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, people are weird. I don't get that. I never understood it. But I've always, I've met a lot of good people who's been the, you know, the one that no one is aiming at. Because I've been, I, I, I grew up in a group of friends. Shout out to the homies from the block. I didn't feel like um, in my group of friends, and I can say this as a strong um, heterosexual male, I don't think the ladies looked at me as number one. I realized I was like, I think it was like number four on the list of dudes. Like, I, I, it was maybe like seven of us. Yeah. Somewhere around there. I was like number four, right? But I realized out of the four what it was, like, <laughs> this is going to sound wild. And if, fellas, if y'all seeing this, y'all know who it is. Uh, it was like one who was like, like real light skinned, high yellow kind of dude. I know who that one was. <laughs> so I felt like he got all the love first. Then there's this like little brown skinned dude whose who hair was on point. So I felt like he got That's the love Cisco. second. Oh, you talking about Cisco? Uh, no, because I, I, I think who you're talking about, Cisco, would be third. Okay. But fourth was the nigga with all the personality. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> fourth was the nigga with the personality. A little black nigga with personality, boom, came in fourth. I realized because they'll always holler at one of them three first, the girls. And when it didn't kind of like... Play out for them. Or they felt bored with it. Like, they always came back around to lucky number four. Like, yo, Randy, what up, though? And I'm like, yeah, you know what I mean? I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. Like, you know what I mean? So, seven you all right? Yeah, around seven. So five, six, and seven, you have a chance. Hey, hey, niggas ain't, though. We made sure niggas ain't at the table. That's all I'm telling you. My hood, my block, everybody ate, man. Everybody ate. Oh, man. Y'all know that's facts. <laughs> Everybody ate when we was coming up. I don't know what you're talking about. On point. (laughs) Oh, man, on that. So, I'll speak for the ladies. When it comes to, um, I guess when we speak on that. I don't know. There's always one of us, like, that always gets spoken to first. And it's funny you say that. Whenever I was in uh, any kind of a group, I was the one with the personality. You know what I mean? I was skinny. I didn't have the, the big breasts, I didn't have the big ass, but I had the personality. So you knew so, your spot in your group too? Yeah, okay. pretty much. But you know what? I knew like at the end of the day, I was always the, hey, bye, what's up? You know, you mad cool. I was always the friend. And then it's like, yo, <laughs> shut up. Man, was, I, let you say it like that. Go ahead, though. But it was almost like, yo, I didn't know you was this cool. Yo, you mad cool, we can talk, it's blah, blah, blah. I didn't, like, it's almost like you don't realize it, but I don't know, I didn't like that shit. Can I ask you a real question, though? Boom, you live on your own podcast, and I know you since you was a puppy, so this is a real question. Smitty, you're going to love this. So, <laughs> I'm afraid you, you I ain't going to name no names, and I'm going to just see if you figure out who you, if, <laughs> you grew up with her, right? Uh-huh. And I know during that time you told me. Like, yeah, she was the one that was like, yo, bye, yo, 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 something. Yeah, I know. And at this point, <laughs> yeah, you're the asshole. I'm just curious. Uh-huh. At this point in life, do you ever look at it and go, gotcha. Like, tell the truth. <laughs> tell the truth. I just want to know. Be honest. They don't know who it is. They don't know, right? I just feel like as I got you older. Long, you selling it. Yeah, you selling yeah. it. Tell the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you laugh at it now? Like I feel like as I got older, I got better. I got better with everything. 
Yo, what's up with you telling these fucking trailers, man? Yeah, like, like some of those movies, man? Because. I'm not saying this motherfucker. I'm not directing nothing. It's funny we set that up for a simple yes or no. Nah, it's not simple, yes or no. It's not simple. I don't look at it that way. You're a liar. I am. Okay. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. Let's leave it. Let's leave it at that. Nah, hold on, hold on, because we laughed at ourselves too, as y'all too, y'all never grew up with like friends that y'all realized like, you know, shorties, you know what I mean, they, they looking at them a little more than they look at me, I wait for the leftovers, I clean up, now we go front, <laughs> yeah, y'all real quiet over there, like, yeah, I was controlling the conversation, I'm just saying, we're listening, your turn, where did you guys rank, how did you feel, were you the personality, were you the... The, the number one out of the whole wolf pack, wolf pack. Oh, what was it? Shit. It looked like you got a thing. You don't know where you were. Listen, oh, man. Everybody oh, can't. Oh, everybody oh. can't be Captain America, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know. I'm supposed to be Iron Man, though. I'm probably, I'm probably <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That wasn't the dude with the arrows, baby. That wasn't me. Definitely. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I probably was like number four. Number four? Yeah. Out of how many, though? Own it, own it. It's no, no, it, it really Listen. affects the night if you but, don't own your spot. But I'm gonna keep it a buck. But you, you know what it is with me, man. I was a dude. I was a fucking dude that was like, oh my god, my boyfriend did this. My boyfriend, I'm like this. Really? Just tell me about Just it. Tell me about it. <laughs> give me all. Give me all the information so I can use it against you in the future. But you don't understand why that's important too. Like, if Smitty doesn't do that, the chick she's with mm-hmm. ain't now paying your man attention and giving your man all the extra vibes instead of wasting her air by telling her about all that, which then now negates two females for the rest of the crowd. Instead, one gentleman gets to engage with a woman knowing like he doesn't care, but she's probably leaning over, titties hanging out, he's enjoying his night. His man is to the side, kicking his game, doesn't know what's gonna happen, but that's what he came for, is just to be on the court. And now he's on the court. Everybody's happy. Everybody's happy. You gotta play your part. Play your your role, B. Plus, showing in the future, like, you know what, he's a good guy. He listens to everything that I say. You're You're the homie. Until the homie becomes something I else. I was yeah, the homie. You started smashing everything inside, yo. <laughs> Play your role. No. Nope. Play nope. your role. Okay. Um, give me five. Who, who Play you your role. Five. <laughs> give me five. Give me five. I'm gonna talk about, man. So what about you? Where were you in your in your wolf pack? I think it depends on the wolf pack that I was in. Oh, so you had multiple. Yeah. yeah. See? Um, yeah, I mean. But I think in one of them, I think I was probably the two or three. Depending on the night, but I was always out of how many though. Well, number one, I was about seven. Okay, wow, you was a top, you was in the top spot. But then in another wolf pack, I was like number three out of three. Okay, I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying? But I think it depends, like, in one group, I was always the best dresser, I was a dancer too, and then like. I was the one that you oh, always pull a chick with. If you dancing too, he pull a chick. Yeah, you need to do that. Yeah, I was doing it. Especially when Reggae come on, man. Yeah, lock, they lock that chick in. Let them come over here. And that was the exact role that I played in Jam Rock. The exact role I played in Jam Rock back in the day. Okay, well, and that's why my spot was low. I didn't dance, didn't have the body. I just had the personality. At that time in high school, wait, don't you say shit. Don't you say shit. 
that's the rough line of in the club, though. That's the rough line of being in the club. But yo, keep it a thousand with you. Let me tell you some real ignorant. That's why I got into um like jewelry when I was real young. When I was okay. really, I got into jewelry because so at the dark skin dude in the club, swear to God, I'm not even gonna lie to you, I'm, I got my ears pierced because I told people, I said, so when I go in the club, chicks will at least know that nigga got two nice earrings in his ears, I'm gonna at least wait till the light come on and talk to him. <laughs> Straight up. I was like, yo, I'm not getting no love in here, man. It's too dark. Like, and I'm talking about old school clubs where you, you, the light was like, phew, like literally, like not like when we go to the lounges now where everything is well lit and all. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm talking about old clubs. I got mm-hmm. earrings just for that. Like I'ma wait till a laser hit my ear, son. <laughs> like, okay, that's. I was good. I was like 17. Club A. Club A. Oh, Club A on all that. Jamrock. Oh my God. <laughs> you said that. That's a club. Jamrock. You never been to oh, Jamrock? I only. Oh, I've only oh, been to Amazora. That's it. Amazora. Nah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Well, I mean, I was in the corner. That was one of the best places I've been. I mean, it was one of the most dangerous places I've been. Wait, why? Was it in Brooklyn? No, it was actually, listen, Long Island, man. It was very dangerous, too, though. Oh, no, 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 no. That parking lot out there was nuts. Because you could get stuck in the middle of that parking lot in the sense where you're trying to back out and leave. And another car is like, cars are leaving, but you like, fuck around. You're going the wrong way. You're not part of the everybody exiting to where now you're like stuck. (laughs) <laughs> and whatever's happening around you is happening around you. Like yeah, I, so I, I was gang activity like in that parking lot too. Like as soon as you come outside, I never understood why it's, it's people tough. fight so much when you have scattered pussy everywhere. Like dudes, like fucking that shit is crazy. Well, I mean, this is after. Most of the times when you fight after the club, you already knew you wasn't getting no box. Oh well, like, that's kind of why you mad. Like, probably went to the club to go find a person anyway. But yeah, but vagina can tell all that, all that down. That's like, what I'm saying. Like when you got sand everywhere, it's like you're not worried about. But see, that's hunting. Dude. Like if I'm in the, if I didn't come there to hunt, and I came there to hunt something else in terms of harm someone, that's a different story. Okay. But if I just come there as a guy to have fun, mm-hmm. and I bump into the guy or I see the guy that I don't like, I can let him go if something else sure, is yeah. like yeah, yeah. like ah, I agree. I see you later. I do feel back in the day that. Those things happen more of when people actually came to the club too hard. Like that happened often. Yeah. Like um, yeah, often. Like no, they didn't. And if the ratio was off by any means, if the ratio was off by any means necessary, it was. If it the was wrong song come on, any up, like something come on, it's a fight, and it's Annie a big up. one. What and up? It's a blood. big one. What up? What up? Cause. That song yep. let me know. Okay, pay attention to the room because right now it's going to let everyone know what side is what and what's happening. Yeah, That's yeah, always yeah. been. So my it sounds thing. like the DJ was starting some shit. Well, well you, that was a song back in the day. Popping up, yo, Andy up, Andy up, come on. You should know you can. Nah, Andy up, come on. Like all the thugs, so like the they come from the back, back all the way to the front. And you just like, and that's when me, I went to the back. <laughs> Those times where you just yeah. knew, you knew certain dance songs, certain songs came on. Don't be the dude in the middle. Nope. Like you don't you don't want to be out there right now because they right. shoving and pushing, and if they don't know you, they pushing you a way different way than they pushing everybody else. <laughs> to say yeah. and do something, say something type of shit. Right? I've been in clubs before where it's like you've bumped into the dude that you know is the dude in that club, like. Everybody else, when you bumped into him and everybody else paid attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, you like, oh, my, oh, what the fuck? Oh, my bad. And like, the whole room kind of stopped looking at you, like, nigga, what you doing? <laughs> like, they waiting for his reaction to know what they're gonna do. Oops. 
Like, can I leave? Like, I've, I've been in rooms like that. I ain't even gonna lie to you. And I'm not a dude that's like really intimidated by much, but I know I know when I'm not like, this, this is not even a fair fight. Like, yeah. Okay. Sometimes you gotta learn, like, hey, you got it. My bad. Knowing damn well, like, anything else happens right now, I'm done. Okay. They're gonna rat pack me in here. Like, I think it's yeah. a real thing. If you don't grow up in the hood, you, you don't understand how to read a room properly. Mm hmm. That's something I learned later in life, how to read a room. I'm not going to front. I did learn that later in life. Just don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just telling you, it's dangerous. If you I'm telling you, I know how to read a room. I do. I was a house party. Basement, basement parties used to be popping. Yeah. It used to be the worst. I was a house parties and basement parties. I didn't even go to the club. I thought basement like parties were the safest parties. No. You ever walked no, into no, a basement no. party and you can't see what's down there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They okay. can see you. Because you guys already adjusted. Once, well, yo, I've turned back. I've not walked into parties like that. Like, nah, never mind. I'm just, nah, I'm going. Like, cause to me, if you and like, you can't go to a Brooklyn basement party. Back in the day, to me, you couldn't go to a Brooklyn. Why? Cause you can know the female, but every nigga from the hood is there that night. Okay. You understand so what I'm saying? Unless you're in the know of who's who, you shouldn't be. You there. walk in that and room and you just. Feel it on your neck back in the day. And like his spidey senses is just tingling. And that happened to me. I remember I went with like four of my boys. We, we knew the DJ. He was DJing this party in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. And the DJ, he and he knew us. So we walked in. There's a bunch of dudes, not many girls. So we walked in, and he was like, "Yo, shout out to my New York." Da, da, da. And I was like, "Oh, like because once in Jersey's, you know, it was a little different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Back, back then, and especially Jersey City." So yep. we walk in, they didn't like New Yorkers? No, dudes. Like, the dudes, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we walked in, and it was like a just a heat wave of eyeballs on us. And you could tell it got real tense in the room. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, we made the executive decision <laughs> to get out. Say what's up. And yo, we left. Because we, cause we under, like, reading the room. Like my man said, like, you gotta know when to leave and you gotta know when to say, you know what, it, it was cool, but this is not worth it. Because in that, but that's the same thing in the boroughs too. Like, certain boroughs don't like certain people, certain mm-hmm. people don't rock with certain people. And in Jersey, it's like, that's four of us in a room full of dudes from Jersey who don't like New York dudes. Like, we had no win. There was no win. There was nothing Sometimes good that was gotta, gonna happen. Gotta and we didn't up. have beef with nobody. Yeah. But it was just. Yeah, it's not a threat. Like, take the little girls that we got. It's not not even always about it being an issue with you and a person. Like, a lot of people don't understand. Like, a lot of people get hurt just being in the wrong place for too long. Yeah, like you don't have to have a problem with somebody. Mm -hmm. Just, I've seen people stay at an event after an event has like ended, just trying to be around like the talent. We'll call it. Not when the wolves are still out there like that live in that area. Like they don't mm. want the talent. They want the the people who come and hang around after. Like I've seen it get bad and I'm just setup. like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sometimes it's not even a setup because the talent's not doing it to them on purpose. No, 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 but they're setting it up because they know there's gonna be groupies or people lingering around. People stuff. just it's not not the females, it's always the guys. Like guy groupies are bad. Like people don't even talk about guy groupies. Guy groupies <laughs> who just like to hang around spots forever, hoping to get that photo or whatever it may be, pass somebody something that, mm-hmm. but those are the ones. They the wolves eat them up. Wow. 
So we're gonna close this part one out. Uh, you don't want to talk about your thing before you go. Yeah, we're gonna talk about um, we're gonna do part two afterwards. We can end this. <laughs> I thought this was about relationships. We are. We're gonna, we gonna pick this back up on part two. You sure? We ain't getting uh-huh. no real relationships. Yeah, we're gonna hit re- the, uh, more relationships after part two. You want to end this part one? Today? Oh man. <laughs> you ain't no fucking holiday. <laughs> we was all waiting for you. We thought you. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is part one. Please stay tuned for part two coming up where we go a little further into relationships and topics of relationships. What? What you sucking your teeth for? I'm not sucking my teeth. But uh, you can cut all this out. But I thought, why are you going to Uh huh. What you going to say? Well, I said the, the quote. I want to take a quote from my man Randy when he said, A relationship just like a shoe. Make sure you, make sure you, you find the right one that fit. Or else you need walking slow for it. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's the evening, Quark, man. Good night. <laughs>